Awesome. You are listening to Front Porch Radio, WKOM 101.7, located in Columbia, Tennessee. Welcome to the Big Yellow School Bus, and here's your host, Jack Cobb with Murray County Public Schools. Welcome to the Big Yellow School Bus, Murray County Public Schools talk radio show and podcast on 101.7 FM WKOM. Coach, we're going to have fun today because the topic is going to be athletics today, big time athletics. We actually have um, a legend in the room with us, and, and I say that because I don't know him real well, but I've been involved for the last two years of hearing the name, and I was at a field dedication last year at Mount Pleasant Middle School. Was it the middle school? High school. The high school, where they dedicated an entire baseball field in his honor with his name at the top of the field at the scoreboard and everything. So I want to welcome to the show, Coach, Mr. Eddie Bassham. Welcome, Eddie. Well, thank you very much. Thank you for having me today. This is amazing to have you on the show today. Um, last year, I got to witness this naming, this field naming at Mount Pleasant High School of the baseball field, and I got to hear a little bit about you back then, and to have you on the show today is a great honor, so we're, we're happy to have you. Appreciate you having me today. I, I hope uh, they didn't tell you all the bad stuff as well, but probably you heard I haven't heard other. nothing but good stuff, <laughs> Mr. Bassham. And with me today on this first 20-minute uh, segment is Mr. Wayne Lindsay. <laughs> Wayne Lindsay is a school board member in District 10, but one of the big things that Wayne told me when he walked into the room today, he says, I am a former player of Mr. Bassham's. Welcome, Wayne. Thanks, thanks. We'll we'll get into some good stories later. (laughs) All right, I can't wait. All right. Coach, did you have any questions right off? Because I, I see you. Questions, no, but I just uh, just a couple of acknowledgments right. and stuff. Uh, Eddie and I, usually we, we met each other on opposite sides. I came in uh, to Columbia working at, at Columbia Academy, and, and our rival at the time, uh, both football and baseball and, and stuff like that, was uh, was Mount Pleasant. Sweet. And ran into him several times. Uh, and, you know, like like most coaches around here, the days I had to go up against him were not necessarily good days for me. As a, <laughs> he had strong teams, man, and, and uh, but he was always a class act when he when we encountered each other, and uh, it was fun. It was fun going up against him, and because uh, you knew you knew there was going to be a good ball game. You knew his teams were going to be right. prepared and, and well coached. You hoped you hoped your team was ready to right. meet the challenge because his team was definitely going to be ready to go and. Uh, but uh, it was also very uh, kind of helpful to me. Uh, some of the stuff I I kind of stole a few things after watching him. Uh, you learn I, as you go. Yeah, you know, coaches as as a profession, coaches are not always the most innovative people in the world, but we're great thieves when we find oh, out something that works. And he found I found a lot of stuff that worked from him. I've learned that in the, in the uh, communications <laughs> business that it's good to learn from your colleagues and learn from your competition, even, yeah. uh, Mr. Lindsay. You're the one that brought to my attention something very, very big happening with Coach Eddie Bassham. Would you like to share with our listening audience what it is that we are going to be talking about today that he is up for right now? Sure. We, uh, Coach Bassham, actually, uh, he, he and I were talking, I don't know, a month or six weeks ago, somewhere around in there, and he, he informed me that he had been notified that uh, – 
Yeah, I think it is it January, Coach? January, February? January 20th. January 20th. Yep. January 20th, uh, Coach Bassham will be inducted into the Tennessee Baseball Coaches Association Hall of Fame. So, wow. That's a, a great accomplishment for, uh, for him. Uh, 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 speaks volumes for what what he's he's done as a coach, and uh, also a great accomplishment for Mount Pleasant High School and Murray County Schools. Also, so. absolutely, Coach. Tell me something. Wow, what did it mean when you heard and got the notification from the Tennessee Baseball Coaches Association that you were going to be inducted into the Hall of Fame? And then we're going to talk more about some stories and some of the past. But that's just a, a an amazing amazing accomplishment. Right. Well, I appreciate it so much. And again, as you said, uh, when you hear that, you really don't know how to how to act or think. But really, I, I thought truthfully, I thought, well, you know, don't know deserving as such. But then, uh, you know, you think too all of the time and the work you put in, the many years and and, and everything. So uh, hopefully, you know that uh, we've done a little bit or done enough to to be honored as such. And uh, uh, again, I as uh, uh, Wayne knows as well, Pat Swallows and uh, that association, they, they do such a great job, and especially for high school baseball. They've done so much for high school baseball. I appreciate them and what they've done. The clinic is always good, getting the coaches together, together uh, the camaraderie there with the coaches as well, the, the, the just the clinic itself, the speakers and all the information that's brought forth there. So they, they've just done a great job with, with Tennessee high school baseball, and I, I appreciate them so much and the job they continue to do as well. You know, as I'm listening to you talk and talking about how the, uh, these were all great things, I'm thinking about all those lives you touched, all those young men, women, people that you coached throughout the years. Because a coach makes a big difference in a, in a young person's life. They can really help guide them on the right track just by playing baseball. Um, so that in itself is a huge accomplishment. And then to be inducted into the Hall of Fame. Mr. Lindsay, what did you think when you heard this? Oh, I, uh, I, I think my response to him, there, that there's no one more deserving of it than, than him. Uh, he, he might can quote some numbers, but uh, I know uh, three state runner-ups uh, – Probably has a sore spot in his uh, somewhere that uh, never that he got three silver balls but never a gold ball. But oh man, um, but but that in and of itself uh, uh, is, is pretty spectacular. Uh, numerous district championships, numerous region championships. Uh, uh, you know the 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 wins and losses. Um, uh, no, no doubt, uh, the the wins racked up, uh, but but as you said, uh, the positive impact on on young people uh, is the uh, uh, probably the most important aspect of it. Yeah, uh, hopefully <clears throat> after the first break, I'll have Mr. Chris Pointer in here and maybe some others to talk and ask some more questions related to that. But when I think about coaching, I think about all the people that are affected. I was a baseball player when I was a young kid, and I wasn't very good at baseball, but I had fun playing, right? <clears throat> so I had this one breakout moment. I was late to the game. The coach yelled at me. He says, where have you been? We're already short people. Get out there. You're up to bat. And I looked up at the scoreboard, and it's like the ninth inning. We're losing one to nothing. There's two men on base. And I said, well, i got to make it happen, right? So you have that moment in life where you go, I'm just going to hit the ball as hard as I can. And I hit it, and it went over the fence. <laughs> So we won three to nothing at the bottom of the ninth, and I only played one bat. Hmm. But you know what? The coach is the reason why I did that. He's the one that led me. He got mad because I was late, 
But he also knew that if he gave me a, a mission, that I'd probably step up to the challenge. And that's what coaches do. Right. And, again, as you said, that's kind of – probably get into that more later as well. My philosophy has always been, as I want to tell you, and I've always said this, that we went out we worked hard uh, and uh, we put the time in. And I feel like that, you know, if you, if you do work hard, you're going to gain some level of success. That player themselves, I think, will get better. Our team will get better. And then from that overall aspect, then, you know, you're going to have some level of, of success. And we did. And uh, so, you know, as I said, you're, you're right. And, and again, that confidence the coach has in, in the players as well. And, uh, you know, we, we just learn learn those kids and what they can and can't do. And, you know, just certain situations that you have to handle, just as the one you just described as well. So. Yeah, it was it was a great day. Um, I wasn't a star player, but I made a star play that day. And because I really and I valued the coach, and you know, and I, I felt like I disappointed him initially because I was late. Of course, it was mom and dad's fault. I didn't have a driver's license, um, but because of that, I went out there and I just wailed that ball and managed to help us take him a win. It wasn't like a championship game or anything. It was just a regular game in the season, but it was pretty spectacular. I think. When I hear your name and I hear talk about baseball, and I said it earlier, Coach, um, <clears throat> Mike, legend. Oh, there, yeah. There's a lot to be said about somebody that has been – how many years did you coach, Eddie? Well, about 40. All 40 together. years. <laughs> Most people don't even work 40 years. They go 25, 30 years and say it's time to retire. So you've coached for 40 years. Yes, sir. Wow. Coach was. Uh, I know you made your name. You know you made your reputation. All that at, at Mount Pleasant, and, and that's where I ran into you. Is while you were there. Did you uh, coach at any other schools? Yes, uh, I retired Mount Pleasant the first time uh, after twenty twenty. <laughs> I was going to say after twenty nine years. And uh, Brandon and I, we actually started the uh, football program at Middle Tennessee Christian. They were okay. going to start their program, and Brandon was the uh, baseball coach there at that time. And uh, Brandon being his son, Brandon, yes. my son, yeah, okay, and uh, right, and so he was he was there, and uh, uh, him and Mr. Watson were. were uh, Mr. Watson was the head of the uh, the school at that time, and so they talked with me about starting their program. And so uh, I retired there. We went over and and uh, started that program. I helped Brandon then in baseball for those three years as an assistant and uh, as well. And uh, so we we started that program. So I was there for three years. Then, as you said, uh, they they decided to go bigger and better in the coaching realm. Uh, and uh, another story there, but but anyway, uh, uh, Club Academy baseball opened up. And as you said, of course, we were big rivals, and some people still question today, you know, why did you do that? But I'll tell you, it was, it was a great opportunity for me. I've been on both sides of that rivalry uh, yes, as well. And, and, and uh, uh, Right. And it was, and wait, and wait tell you, it was probably our biggest rivalry at the time. And Summertime, of course, was, was as well. But Columbia Canyon was probably our biggest rivalry, no doubt. So, so I coached baseball there for three years. I retired again. Uh, so uh, and uh, so then uh, Eric and Derek, you know, uh, they get to call in, and so I, I go back at Mount Pleasant two different times, in fact, uh, and help them. Uh, so so yeah, I was at uh, Middle Tennessee Christian, then at uh, Columbia Academy as well. And he also uh, he also did the probably the craziest thing he's ever done. <laughs> Was he put on the powder blue shirt and became an umpire for a little while? <laughs> wow! And, and you know, shouldn't he, of course he should have known because the way we hand, you know he he watched what we did to umpires all the time. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> and, and I saw him walk uh, out there one day. I was I was umpiring or I was I was coaching the game. He walked out there to the home plate to meet. And I, 
what are you doing in this shirt? You know, <laughs> yes. and, yeah. uh, yeah. but, uh, right. but yeah, it was, uh, I had several interactions with him on that. And like I said, it was always very, very competitive. A mm-hmm. uh, couple of times, you know, the team that I was involved with and stuff, we, we'd get him down early and then you'd see him pull, you know, you just, you know, he just, they come off the field. We, we just had a big set of runs. We got a bunch of runs. He just waved them in there and he'd get in the huddle. Couldn't hear much, you know, cause he never was, you know, to me, he, you know, when I, when I observed him, he was intense, but I never saw him get really, really loud. All right. But you could just you tell. You didn't see him very often. <laughs> yeah, well, okay. I didn't, say I didn't get to see him. We're gonna, I'm going to have got a question but, for you, uh, Wayne. But all of a sudden, you know, he, the team came out with a new energy, or he'd come up with some kind of little strategy that would just, you know, tear us up, you know, be a bunt here or a hit and run here or something like that, and you'd just stretch our defense to something that we weren't. You know, he had a pretty good eye figuring out where your right. weaknesses were and then exploiting those, and, and that would be the most frustrating thing. You know, I, I say frustrating out of admiration. Right, right. Like I said, most of my interaction was trying to beat him, and I didn't do that very well. <laughs> well, in your, in your conversation, Wayne said you, didn't really, you weren't really around him as much. So, Wayne. I'm sure there were some intense moments. Wayne, you have, you have a, a great history with Coach Bassham, and – Tell me a little bit about that history. And, of course, you said that you played for him at Mount Pleasant High School, right? I did. All right. So, I actually played – I played high school baseball for five years. Uh, Back when – when I was at Mount Pleasant High School, uh, we didn't have a middle school. Okay. So uh, elementary school was K through six, and then you went to the high school. Uh, for middle and high school. For starting in the seventh grade. Well, TWSWA rules say that if you're in the same building, you can play high school sports for five years. So I, I uh, actually played on the varsity team uh, as an eighth grader. Uh, so uh, so I, I, I got – I got more of him than anybody. Probably. There you go. Uh, except uh, 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 his son Brandon, and he mentioned him a while ago. And I, I'm going to throw this in before we before I forget it. But uh, the apple didn't fall far from the tree because Brandon uh, is now, of course, Brandon being his son, the head coach at Eagleville High School, uh, and is the two times state defending champion. Wow! Uh, you so, taught your son well too. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I done told him he's making me look bad, and he said, "Well, Dad, Dad, didn't you taught me too much?" I said, "Well, I, I, maybe that was what it was. I don't know." But, but yes, as Wayne said, he uh, he done a great job over there. He sure has, and they they've won it now two years in a row, and we're just tickled to death, you know, with that. Uh, but he does he does a great job with those kids over there, and got a good program and as well. And uh, as Wayne said, uh, Brandon played for me as well all the way up. In fact, of course, started I think in t-ball with him uh, all the way through baseball and. And uh, and so we we would been together there and in the Middle Tennessee Christian. So we've always had uh, uh, more than I think a father son relationship there. You know, we've just uh, been able to coach together, and it's just been a, a blessing and a joy to be able to do that as well. So I'm sure you're going to get Wayne's going to get into more of uh, some of these stories too. Uh, <laughs> along, That's what I'm waiting uh, along for. Along <laughs> the way, but uh, right, but. Uh, a little intense, yes, at times, you know, a little, maybe a little intense. But uh, And then, as, as Mike said uh, there, too, and I kind of will throw this in and know uh, it's a part of whatever. But anyway, you know, we, we did have a few come-to-Jesus meetings from time to time. <laughs> and it seemed like after those, for some reason, we, we played a little better. Things you know, things kind of turned around. But, there but you anyway, go. We, we did have to call them together every now and You remember that, don't you, Wayne? Well, I remember several of those. Uh, you know, Coach Lyle said uh, – from his experience with him 
uh, he spoke about him being calm and not very loud. And, and uh, so I have to question how much experience he had because that wasn't the coach by Sam. That, that, uh, <laughs> well, usually, usually when I was running into him, he was on top of the game. Well, you, know, he, he now, was, you know, he was beating me down, and so that, I was the one doing the yelling. <laughs> that, that, that's the difference. Uh, uh, I always question how much he liked to win. I don't, I'm not sure he really liked winning, but he hated to lose. <laughs> there you go. He, he hated to lose. He, he hates to lose today. I, of if, if we If we started playing cards in here and he didn't win, he may flip the table over. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, uh, and, and, and we'd have a come to Jesus, wouldn't we? I, no, that, would. <laughs> but I, I'll tell one of those uh, come to Jesus stories that uh, um, uh, this was, uh, I'm trying to think what year it would have been, uh, maybe my sophomore year, which would have been, like I said, would have been my third year with him. And uh, as he said, Columbia Academy was our biggest rival. Uh, and uh, thinking back to the five years that uh, – uh, that I played, um, I'm going to give Mount Pleasant High School a plug. We beat them more than they beat us in those five years. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, those, those yeah I, I, I went against them. I was there when we were going through some of that. <laughs> but they they got us our, our yeah. sophomore year one day, um, and uh, it was a Tuesday. Never forget it. Uh, we played Columbia Academy on a Tuesday, and they, they beat us. I don't, I don't remember how – it didn't matter how bad they beat us. It, he didn't. He didn't like to lose, and he hated to lose the Columbia Academy worse than he hated to lose to anybody. Right. Well, uh, we had originally had a game scheduled with Giles County for the next day. They were supposed to. We were supposed to play it on Wednesday, and uh, at our place. And and back then we didn't have a, a field at the school. We played it at the Babe Ruth Field, hired field there in Mount Pleasant, and uh, so we. Uh, we were supposed to play Giles County on Wednesday. Well, Tuesday before the game, Coach tells us, says, we're not playing tomorrow. Something's come. There's been a conflict or whatever, so we'll have no game tomorrow. So we so we get beat by Columbia Academy on Tuesday. And, of course, the game's over. And he tells us, you better bring your stuff tomorrow to get ready to practice. I don't know how long we'll be there. So so anyways, we, we show up, and, and we go to Howard Field to practice. And uh, – we we start off by taking infield, and he starts in left field. And every time somebody dropped a ball, made a bad throw, whatever, we, he put us on the line and just ran the dog out of us. <laughs> just tried to, to get, and, and this goes on, I don't know, for an hour. Wow. And we never get out of the outfield because anytime somebody messed up, we'd go run and start back at left field. We never even got to infield. But uh, so he's killing us. I don't know how many. I don't know how many sprints we've run. Um, <laughs> And we look up, and a Giles County school bus pulls in Howard Field parking lot. And uh, we're all thinking, what's going on? And, and, and their team shows up, and there had been uh, uh, some misinformation there. And they show up, and, and we're going to play. And so, you thought you weren't playing. Yeah. We, but it was like – the Savior had returned when that <laughs> because we knew all this was going to stop. So, anyways, uh, he had to go to the school. He pulls out some old 1975 jerseys, gives to us. We play, and you can bet we were not going to lose that game that day. And he hated losing. Oh, well, he'd already tried to kill us. So, if we lost that game on Wednesday, we knew we would die. But we won that day. I don't know if Coach remembers it, but we beat them 17-16. to 16. 
Do you remember, Coach? I remember it was a high-scoring game. Yes. Well, the, yeah. Nobody yeah. had any legs left. We, we didn't have anybody could pitch. We were all about to die because he, <laughs> he doesn't run our legs off. But, uh. All right. Well, this is great. I love hearing the past stories. Um, we're here with Coach Eddie Bassham, who is the Tennessee Baseball Coaches Association Hall of Fame inductee. We're going to take a break, and we'll be back with Mr. Wayne Lindsay and Mr. Eddie Bassham, along with Drake Colley and Coach Mike, after a few words from our sponsors. Don't go away. Big Yellow School Bus with your host, Jack Cobb, with Murray County Public Schools. We'll be right back after these messages from our sponsors. As a former small business owner here in Columbia, I know how important it is to stay connected to clients and the community. That's why at Caledonian Financial, we make every effort possible to give back to this community that has given so much to us. We do this by supporting our local schools, nonprofit organizations, and community outreach programs, to name a few. We are so proud of our town. This is Blair Park Sickman with Caledonian Financial in historic downtown Columbia. Securities and investment advisory services offered through NBC Securities Incorporated, member FINRA and SIPC. Hi, I'm Robert Rogers at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. And I'm Michael Parks Lawrence at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. Together, we're Mr. Bobby Parks' grandsons, and we run his dealership, and we are glad to be part of our local community. Being family-owned and operated, we invest heavily in our community. We do things like sports teams, schools, bands, you name it. We try to help everybody we can. The reason why we do this is because we all love this community. So come do business with us, your neighbors, at Parks Motor Sales in Columbia, Tennessee, right off Nashville Highway, or at ParksMotorSales.com. Hello, I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. You may have heard our previous commercials about compression hosiery that we carry at Holland's Pharmacy. Well, we've recently expanded into a full line of knee braces, back, wrist, ankle, and other support wear. We will gladly help you get just the right fit for these items and, of course, special order items to ensure the proper fit. Come see us at Holland's Pharmacy, 1608 Hatcher Lane, or call us at 931-388-4233. 388-4233. Hi, this is Steve, the Garbage Man. Y'all have heard me talk in the past about Packer, our mascot dog. Well, I have some sad news about Packer. She recently crossed over the Rainbow Bridge to join our other beloved pets of the past. Packer lived out her final days on our farm in Water Valley. She had a great 14 years of life after being rescued by Don from being thrown away as a pup in someone's garbage. Rest in peace, Packer. Hi, this is Dr. Wendy Tui from the Dr. Gill Center. Are you suffering from knee pain despite trying usual medications and injections? If this is you, I have great news. Most common causes of knee pain are degeneration due to aging, injury, or repeated stress. In our office, we offer decompression for the knee, which increases range of motion and decreases pain in arthritic and degenerative knees. Studies have shown that this type of mechanical traction can be more effective than conventional methods alone. Initial exam and x-rays, $39. Call me painfree.com or 615-551-9224. This is Landon Evans, the greatest student coming at you from Santa Fe Unit School. This is WKOM on 101.7 FM, and you are listening to the greatest radio station in Columbia, Tennessee. Welcome back. You're listening to the Big Yellow School Bus with your host, Jack Cobb with Murray County Public Schools. Welcome back. You're listening to the Big Yellow School Bus, Murray County Public Schools talk radio show and podcast on 101.7 FM WKOM. In the studio, I have Coach Eddie Bassam, the Tennessee Baseball Coaches Association Hall of Fame inductee. Thanks for coming, Coach. We really appreciate it. Yeah, I appreciate you having, having me with us with you. Also, Mr. Wayne Lindsay, former player of Mr. Bassham. 
Um, Coach Mike, of course, and in addition to our earlier guests I have with me joining now is Mr. Drake Colley, sports personality here at WKOM, WKM, KRM radio stations. Welcome, Drake. Good morning. Thank you for having me. Drake loves sports, so I called him this morning and said, hey, what are you doing? He says, yeah, I'll be there. Uh, and also in the studio now I have Mr. Chris Pointer, our Murray County Public Schools District Athletic Director. Welcome, Chris. Good morning. Good to have you back on the show. I haven't had you this year, I don't think. Um, so we'll make sure we'll invite you back again here soon. I'd love to do it. I'd like to get the Withhorn Middle School um, Championship football team on very soon. Yeah, that'll be good. They'll love to do that. Yeah, I think that'll be a great show. So before the break, Wayne, you were telling us a little bit of uh, a story, and I was we were all laughing. It was great to hear um, how the coach set you up on the field. And, and, Coach, during the break, you told us something interesting. What was it you said? Well, it's, Wayne was referring to that, that game that day with Giles County, and, and uh, he's right. And I, I called and canceled that game because, like he said, I, I was so mad. i just put it put it bluntly that uh, I said, well, you know, and basically I, th- I think I told him, I said, mate, just, just bring your shoes tomorrow to practice, so it's all you're going to need. But as he said, we, we were working out that day, and every mistake they made, I'd stop, and we'd start, we'd start running, and then uh, we'd run so many, and we'd go back and start again. Well, if they made a mistake, well, we'd run again. Well, I, I, and all of a sudden, the school bus pulled up Giles County, and I still today I don't remember how uh, how that ever came about because I, I did call and, and cancel the game. But anyway, they showed up, and we played this game, and I, I can remember the exact score. I knew we won, and it was a high scoring game. Wayne said it was seventeen to sixteen, and I think he said he said I think we used about every pitcher we had because I, I know we didn't have any legs left that day. But, <laughs> but anyway, we uh, we we pulled it out, and so right. But uh, yeah, we, we had uh, a lot of a lot of good memories. Uh, Wayne and them, like I said, Wayne played on one of my uh, state tournament teams. Was uh, one, one of our, our main pitchers there, and he, he might want to tell this story too. And I really think we had the best team that year, and 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 in '98, and uh, uh, it, it came basically a tornado that night. Uh, and uh, we, play, we was playing Coalfield, and Wayne could have pitched the next day. Well, then, and I got on Marbit when it's all over. Marbit and the crew runs out there, and they fix the field. And I'm like, <laughs> Marbit, Marbit. And he said, well, if you'd have told me, I said, well, I was trying to tell you. Well, they run out there. But anyway, we, we ended up playing way up into the night. Yeah, 14 innings. Uh, 14 innings up into the night and lost that game. And Wayne could have come back and pitched the next day. And truthfully, I think we could have beaten him the next day with Wayne throwing because – uh, well, I think he, if I remember right, he was undefeated that, that year pitching. And, and um, not only myself, but I, I can tell you, our team had all the confidence in the world when Wayne was on the mound. We were just a, a different team. Uh, but uh, anyway, we, that was one, one of the stories as well. That, that you know, just Did a, you say it was a a bad weather? Or just, oh, just... it came uh, – it was basically a tornado, yes. And it stopped it stopped the game. And, of course, it poured down rain. And, and as I said, then all that passed. And, and the Marvitz crew, and they run out there and fixed the field. You know, so, But, uh, yeah, so they – Put that on over to the next day. Then Wayne could have pitched the next day. But, but anyway, so that's you know how things go. But we end up losing that game, and as you said, I believe in fourteen innings uh, to Coalville that year. So I'm joining the party a little bit late, Coach. Um, three times a bridesmaid, as we talked about during the break uh, for the as as far as the state championship goes, a three time runner up. Uh, and I know you look back on those games. Uh, affectionately and and with a little disdain of 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 getting that close and 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 uh and coming in 
well, not winning the championship. Let's put it that way. And who, over over your forty years of coaching, what about some? What about some? Uh, and of course, Wayne's here, and 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 he's an important part of of those teams that went to the state tournament. What about some coaches and some other players and some administrators in those schools that you dealt with over the year that kind of stand out? Maybe other coaches of other teams that helped your career move along, gave you some gave you some knowledge and some coaching as a younger coach, a younger man moving up in other baseball programs, people in the school administration, some assistant coaches. Does anybody jump out in well, your mind that you that you'd like to talk talk yep. about and maybe think and <clears throat> well, that yep. you remember affectionately, maybe or not so affectionately. Right. I, right. You know, I don't know. You know, could have been that rival right. over there at Columbia Academy. Exactly. Well, uh, let me say, and, and and you brought that up, Governor, and I'm glad you did. Uh, I, I got to start because of uh, uh, Jack Lightfoot and W. C. Johnson, mm-hmm. and uh, W. C. Johnson was my baseball coach in high school of course legendary basketball coach from mount pleasant hall of famer uh, as well bad health now and he's with his uh, son in, in in georgia living down there now and I, I speak with him on the phone every now and then but uh anyway i think wc had a great influence on a lot of people did with me as well and i've heard that uh, through the basketball through through my years yes. of officiating basketball i've heard that going to mount pleasant and, and mount pleasant Folks, people talking about W.C. Johnson yes. and what a, what a, like you said, what a, what an impact he had on on students, his players, yeah. uh, and and fellow faculty members. Right, right, he did. A fine man, a good man, as you'll find anywhere. And and as you said, a great basketball coach as well. And and uh, those guys down there still talk about him as well too. And no doubt, <clears throat> he's a legend. You call me a legend. I don't know that. Excuse me, that I am or not, but I, I promise you, he is a, a legend. But anyway, I think he had the, probably the greatest impact uh, on me. As <clears throat> other than uh, uh, my father was a, uh, uh, a baseball man, uh, he was a very good independent baseball player. We'd go up on Sunday. We enjoyed going up and watching those guys play on Sunday afternoon. And uh, uh, he was a home run hitter. And I have. People today still tell me, so well, we used to just love to go up there and watch and watch Harrow hit the ball over, uh, over the no, trees no. or or in the in the in the field up there. But let uh, me break in real quick. Tell tell our listeners real quick about an independent baseball player because I don't I don't think people <clears throat> understand what an independent baseball player was nowadays <clears throat> as opposed to when you were growing up right. watching your. At, the, at that time, of course, on on Sunday they played what they said that the independent baseball, where again uh, they put teams together, and it may have been I, thought, I know Monsanto had at one time mm-hmm. just an outstanding you know uh, baseball team. I think the old Rockdale Furnace uh, back in many, I'm talking now many years ago. People don't know what I'm talking about. Of course, Sandy Hook had teams. Red Nichols is probably one of the most famous names around with independent baseball. My daddy played for Red Nichols, and Red had a uh, I guess you kind of say a hand pick team so to speak because the the better players played for for red nickels uh, the lindsays from columbia played for red nickels for example y'all probably remember them kind of like the old action properties back in the yeah. days when they and played softball, when they sponsored right. softball right and had, right. had terrific teams that went so, all around the southeast right. and won tournaments right so they these were just men that uh, you know still played baseball they played on sundays and uh Anyway, that uh, my, my dad played a lot of that baseball, and as I said, so now of course story goes, and I don't have that. We're getting that redneck was paid players to, pl- to pay for him with the, in the independent okay. because he, he was another big baseball man there in Mount Pleasant as well. But but anyway, there there were some really good 
players in the, in those leagues. Uh, this year was. And so it's pretty amazing to, for me to think about. I'm 42. I know Chris is 41. Chris played college baseball as well. <clears throat> I can't hardly get out of bed in the morning. I can't imagine being 42 and going to play baseball on Sunday afternoon. And, see, those guys back then were just built different. And, oh, yeah. You know, I talked to my dad. My dad played a little independent ball as well. I mean, and I remember as a kid watching him, and he had to be in the mid-40s. And I'm like you, I'm thinking about right now. I've, I'm getting out of bed this morning thinking – Man, I'm just trying to put my shoes on and, and go to work. I, I can't hardly throw with my kid in the yard without getting an arm sore. I can't imagine going and pitching on Sunday afternoon. And I, I think, you know, I, I, I think those guys, like you guys growing up that played a lot of baseball, uh, your dad uh, just loved it so much. You know what I mean? And he kept – and, and he kept – it, it kept him connected it with did. baseball, independent baseball right. playing, kept him connected, connected with other teammates, and uh, just something he really enjoyed and loved. Right. And I, and, and so it, you talking about that, you you kind of through osmosis and traveling, going on Sundays with him, it just kind of – it just kind of seeped into your skin too, didn't well, it? No doubt it did. He, he gave us the love of the game, and and uh, we we still have that love and as well because he he really loved it and enjoyed it, and and we have to. And we've had a you know we've been blessed so much through it as we've talked about through my family with with uh, Brandon, myself, and uh, you know brother as well, and you know the, we we've enjoyed. Uh, baseball so much and it's meant so much to our family too you know throughout the year so right but then as you said going down through there you know, of course uh, rick haddock uh you know at summertown you know he's a hall of famer now uh we butted heads uh several times to <laughs> coach pickle coach pickle at, at central as wayne's already mentioned uh there too i don't know we played them a whole lot but we just scrimmaged them quite quite often uh too and uh, i remember him as well and so and as mike said and then what you do then you you watch these guys and see what what works and of course, I know you have your own philosophy, but then you, you use some of those things throughout, you know, down the line as well. You, you incorporate that into your game too. So, so no doubt you, you learn as you go along and, uh, pick up things. And I said, that's why I, I always like the clinic too that, uh, that the Tennessee Association puts on because they always had the, the college coaches and the, even some of the professional coaches there as well, you know, throughout the years. And, and I said, it's just a great, you know, a, a deal of information there that, that the coaches can use as well. So going back to my time when, when, when I was playing, uh, talking about coaches, um, coach Lee Hayes, he, he, he's <clears> passed, <throat> passed away now, but he, uh, head coach at Columbia Academy. Uh, I, I would venture to say that coach Hayes like to beat Coach Bassham more than he liked to beat anybody else, and but the feeling was mutual. I, I, I guarantee you. Uh, but um, you know that they that uh, there was a great we talked about a great rivalry between Mount Pleasant uh, High School baseball and Columbia Academy during those days, and uh, you know it, no doubt it was a bitter rivalry at times. But but now as time has passed and look back on it. Um, uh, I'm sure Coach Bassham would say the same thing. Uh, you look back and see that Coach Hayes was a great baseball guy. He he was a great competitor. Uh, a re, you know, and and uh, but th- those are some of the memories I have, and I'm sure Coach Bassham does too uh, of those rivalries. Now, Wayne, I I have called used to call a little basketball back in my day, and uh, was on the officiating end of it, and. Uh, now, from what I understand, 
Coach Bassam, you do a little umpiring uh, nowadays. Is that is that correct? Well, uh, thanks to Wayne, uh, he, of course he's over, he, he's Wayne, over. You get a lot of credit. Uh, he, he's over the association, and and uh, of course nowadays, truthfully, and uh, you know, y'all y'all know as well. You know, it, it's hard to get enough officials today. Uh-huh. But and uh, people still ask me, and I, I just went to Lewis County a couple of weeks ago, and and one of the guys on the sideline down there said, "So you know, so how much longer are you going to do this, Coach?" And I said, "Well, you know, as long as as my leg." hold up and uh, uh, as you said earlier still being part of the game is uh, to me just uh, so enjoyable uh, so I still try to get out there and hope I can continue to as well uh, so officiating both the baseball and football but um, right but but I've enjoyed it very much I really have and it, it, it of course you're on the other side and I think Wayne when I'm told me when I got in so when I you know you're gonna have to take some of those same things you dished out for many years and I said yeah I know I know yeah, that's why I looked at it so cross-eyed when I walked in. Oh, what are you even wearing that shirt? And that's, that's kind of what I was getting at, Coach Bassam and Wayne. Now, you know, playing for Coach Bassam, I'm sure there was times where the strike zone, what the umpire was calling about behind the plate, uh, Coach Bassam didn't quite agree with, and he was you – know, I mean, how, how volatile did it get? <laughs> did he did, – was, was he towards – Umpires, I'm sure he'll admit it now, but uh, <laughs> most umpires probably hated when they got a Mount Pleasant High School assignment. Mm-hmm. It, it's no doubt because it it was going to be a, a rough day. They knew they were going to hear unless if if they messed something up, they were going to hear about it. And especially if we got down by a run, <laughs> it, was, it was fixing to intensify even more. But, Folks, uh, let, let, let's let's get a story going here, and and I want to ask this personally, if, um, and. Uh, Chris, Drake, uh, Wayne, anybody can chime in. Coach Mike, what was your favorite memory out of the whole 40 years that you think back to and you're sitting with your friends and you got to tell the story about? Do you have one of those? I know you do. Uh, f- favorite memory? Again, truthfully, there, there are so many. We've, we've had so many, you know, ups and downs, you know, as you said, uh, uh, and, and baseball and, and memories that, that have, uh, you know, that. I don't know if they really put one. Uh, two, of course, you that, uh, and, and a lot of times, and I, and I think in a lot of sports, but that that first year that we went in '89, uh, that we went to the uh, state tournament, uh, you know, that just seemed to be, uh, you know, such a, a big win, such a big, uh, you know, event at that time. Uh, you know, that uh, first time I think Mount Pleasant ever been, and and uh, and it, 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 so that one to me, I, we we beat Columbia Academy, uh, if I remember correctly, to to get there, and um, I've forgotten who we who who we beat to actually get to the state, but to get out of the, Perry the district County, region, Perry County. You're right, Perry County, and that's another story. Wayne's right; he has my memory kind of gone, but he has to refresh every now and then. <laughs> I wasn't uh, eight years old, didn't I? <laughs> uh, uh, okay, you're wanting a story, so I'll tell you one. All right. Uh, uh, because W.C. Johnson told me this very thing. Perry County comes in there and they've got this this outstanding pitcher. Well, about the about the third or fourth inning, we're down ten to nothing, and W.C. Johnson gets up and leaves. And he told me the next day, he said, "Coach, I have to admit that the school." He said, he "said I left you." He said, "I thought you, I thought you was done." Uh, we scored three in the uh, again memory serving right. We scored three and score five, and it, it gets into the it gets into the bottom of seventh. We're, we're down ten to nine, and uh, Brian Buckner hits a home run. We win that thing eleven to ten. 
Oh my God! Yeah, we beat them. Uh, wow, that's and, a good uh, memory. And, uh, I mean, right, so that's a good so, big time. So that that was, as you said, no doubt one of the biggest wins, and also of course to get to the state tournament. But yeah, it was a Brian hits a home run with a man on in the bottom of seventh, and somehow we win that thing. I don't know how. But what did W. C. Johnson say? He, well, the next day is what he said. He said, "Coach, I, I'm sorry I left you because he said I thought you were done. So you was down ten to nothing, and the, it was I think about the fourth inning. In fact, I mean, we had to score a few runs." to keep it being the run rule. And uh, so oh, we, that's right. we, we scored we run. scored three runs, I believe, and then four. I don't remember exactly how it went, but it, we, I do remember the home run in the bottom of the seventh to win the thing. So, And I, I'll be true with you. I think the only way we beat them was that they, he took that pitch out in about the fifth or sixth inning, and I, I, I'll never forget. I think the third baseman, I stand there in the coach's box, and he said, please don't take him out when he took him out. And I don't know we'd ever beat him if he took that because that picture, was, I can't remember the name, was really good that year for them. But uh, well, over, over your past four, <clears throat> 40 years of coaching in this southern middle Tennessee area, and me as just a baseball fan looking from the outside in, it's been a lot of good local talent. I mean, there, I mean, there's been some real baseball players that have come and be, great baseball teams. Right. So we're talking about Legion Ball. We're talking about uh, Little League All Stars. We're, I mean, Babe Ruth. We're talking about a number of. Can you name? Can you give us? And I know you've got players like Wayne. You've got, but can you name maybe? Over your coach, over your years of coaching, maybe three of your top three baseball players, and I'm not talking about guys that went on to major leagues or on to play college. I'm just talking about on on high school level, three guys that might stand out, and they can be players of yours or players on another team. Can you name three of us for three of them for us? Look, Richie Eastep at the uh, mm-hmm. Academy, I thought was one of the better. You know that, that we faced now. You know during the time that we we went through in all your years of coaching, you that, that I mean Rich, you're putting him up there Rich, pretty Richie, much. Richie okay, was, Richie was pretty good. He sure was overall, right? Now of course there were others, and as, as Wayne said, and because yeah, I, I can't leave out my own, but I think Jeff Roberts and Wayne were two of the better two, and I, I had I had several. Uh, the Tootin kid for me through in the nineties uh, there in '04. So uh, Nayland Roberts so mm-hmm. he was was a good athlete as well. But but again, you know, there there were several. But but yeah, as Wayne said, and he can tell you the uh, the Burlesons at Summertown, uh, for example, and uh, uh, were always good. So. So they had some top athletes down there as well. So, uh, right. So we we faced several good ones during our time. We, we sure did. So, well, we know that Mike Smithson out of uh, Hickman yeah. County played for the Boston Red Sox. Now that was probably a little bit before. Was that yeah. Mike before your time? Right. Uh, before you came in, but uh, and then Dave Hall, Coach Hall's son. Uh, played in the minors for the Boston Red Sox also. Right. So there's been some terrific right. and coach and coach Painter's son John who's my age was a good ball player. Right. So there's been some great players from this area moved on to CSEC and help improve their program and make their Columbia State's program a terrific baseball program also. Well, this is so much fun. We could have a four-hour <laughs> show here today, I'm telling you. But you get into the storytelling and everything. But I have to take a break um, so we can get the bills paid. So we'll be back with Coach Eddie Bassham, um, Wayne Lindsay, Drake Colley, Chris Pointer, and Coach Mike and myself after a word from our sponsors. Don't go away. Big Yellow School Bus with your host, Jack Cobb, with Murray County Public Schools. We'll be right back after these messages from our sponsors. Are you looking to turn your car into cold, hard cash today? Don't look any further than Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia. 
You probably know us for selling cars, but did you know we're in the business of buying cars? That's right. We buy all makes and models at top dollar every day. Show up with your car and leave with cash. It's that easy. Stop by today to get a written offer on your vehicle. Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia is family owned and proud to serve our community. You can count on us. Terry Tillis from Tillis Jewelry. Let's talk about antique versus vintage jewelry. Did you know antique jewelry is over 100 years old and vintage is 50 to 100 years? Tillis Jewelry, located downtown Columbia, has a wonderful collection from Georgian, Victorian, Edwardian, and Art Deco. We select every piece for their timeless beauty. Stop by and select your favorite piece. Jewelry to last a lifetime. Remember, Tillis Jewelry, your antique and vintage jewelry store. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard, so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the stair that only creaks when everyone else in the house is asleep. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. The generations that have paved the way for us deserve respect, integrity, and compassion. This is Kelly Dobson, owner of Caring Hearts Home Healthcare. My grandmother and mother started this business in 2005, and I was honored to take over in 2012. Licensed and insured, we help our aging community stay in the comfort of their own homes. Online at caringheartshomehealthcarellc.com, by phone 931-381-5470, or in person at 1121 Trawood Avenue here in Columbia. That's Caring Hearts Home Healthcare. Built to win. Touchdown, Alabama! Built for championships. Throws intercepted, Alabama! Built by Bama. Alabama is still Alabama. The Crimson Tide play here. Join us Saturday as the Crimson Tide look to get revenge on Tennessee. Our coverage begins at 1130 on your home for Alabama football. The Crimson Tide Sports Network from Learfield. Welcome back. You're listening to the Big Yellow School Bus with your host, Jack Cobb with Murray County Public Schools. You're listening to the Big Yellow School Bus on Murray County Public Schools talk radio show and podcast. I don't know if I said that right, but they got the gist of it. Man, I'm having a great show. I'm, I'm actually having fun here tonight, today, talking to Coach Eddie Bassam, Mr. Wayne Lindsay, Drake Colley, Chris Pointer, and Coach Mike. And we have with us a legendary baseball coach that is being inducted into the Hall of Fame at the Tennessee Baseball Coaches Association. Congratulations again on that amazing, amazing accomplishment. And I know during the break, Mr. Coach Bassem, we were talking about some more stories. And I think either Chris Pointer or Wayne, you were talking about you'd like to share another story. Um, I don't know what you guys have or, or Coach, if you have a story, but we don't have a lot of time. So who's up? Who wants to tell well, something? Well, I'll, I'll, All right, Wayne. I'll go quick, but uh... – um, you know, Coach Bassam, there, there was a always an expectation to win. It it, it wasn't uh, win, winning didn't happen by accident with us. And and uh, as, as I said earlier, I don't think he really liked to win. He just hated to lose. Hated to lose. Uh, but uh, and, and I won't say. But there there were certain teams that 
he didn't just expect to to, to beat. He, he expected us to to really <laughs> pile it on. But and, and I won't name the school uh, <laughs> Columbia but, uh, Academy. No, I, no, no, it really wasn't. But, but but we go to a place to play one one day, uh, and and we were expected to win and expected to win big, and and we did win big. We 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 run rule this team in five innings, but. We didn't get a bun or two down or, or, or something happened during the game. So we practiced on their field when the game was over. Uh, even and, though you won. Even though we and, and won big, won by 10, 11, 12 runs. And everybody leaves and their coach is hanging around waiting to turn the lights off because we're practicing on their home field. <laughs> uh, but but that that's just a testament to uh, – uh, why Coach Bassham was different than a lot of folks. It, like I said, we uh, he, he said it earlier. We we worked hard. He 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 had high expectations for us, uh, not just as a as a player, but he had high expectations for us as, as people, as human beings. Uh, he he expected us to act right. Uh, Coach, Coach Bassam taught in the day where he could pull that paddle out and and uh, oh, uh, I remember those use days. that thing too. So that uh, uh, there was a uh, there was a certain amount of there was a great amount of respect we had for Coach Bassam, and and it boils down to the expectations he had for us. And I can tell you, still have that today. Oh, no doubt. And I, and I, you t- said you guys talk regularly, right? Oh, it, it, for for uh, and, the last couple of years, Coach Bassam's kind of gotten where he can't, uh, uh, or we thought he couldn't work as much on the field. But <laughs> but he and I worked on the same football crew. We officiated football together for about ten years, and, and worked. We were together every Friday night. So uh, those are pretty special times. You don't like missing a game, do you? No, I don't. <laughs> to this day, you still go to all the baseball, as many games as you can. Well, uh, of course, Brandon coaching. We 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 do go over there quite a bit. Uh, several times a week and if not and as Wayne said I, I do some officiating and then if not then I'll walk across the street to to watch the, the remind, high school remind right. folks Brandon is his son and he's currently the coach at Eagleville Eagleville who has won the last two years the state championship correct that's some wow, great that's training some, right there else. absolutely that's terrific right. sure is so that'll make you proud <clears throat> oh very proud. proud dad very proud Proud dad, and you exactly. get to go up there and watch them, and you get to go and, and watch them, and cheer them on, and that's, right. that's got to be something right. special, right. absolutely. Gene Manise, the first year, uh, uh, let me hand out the state championship trophy. I, I was there. Oh wow! Uh, so uh, Brandon and I have been the uh, field coordinators for the state tournament as well, uh, and uh, the last I think now about ten years or maybe more uh, since we were at Middle Tennessee Christian. Uh, so we've been what they call the field coordinators for the state tournament. So I, I get to sit over in the chair and watch the game and, and I drink Coca-Colas. But, uh, make sure they, everything runs make smooth. Make sure everything runs field, smooth. Right? Basically, that, that's basically what it is, Drake, right? But uh, I've enjoyed that so much as well. So, right. Uh, but anyway. So. That sounds amazing. <clears throat> and the fact <clears throat> that you're – the dad gets to coach the son right. who is now doing so well in his career. Right. Well, I guess that's a great segue to go ahead and finish the show up with some shout outs because we've got about five or so minutes left. So, Coach, I'm going to start with you on the shout outs on the Big L School Bus. What do you have for us today? Uh, a <clears throat> quick shout out to all my family. Again, I appreciate them so much uh, and as well. 
And then, as I've always said, just told one Monday, uh, to all those players that play for me, again, I, I, I give them, uh, you know, the credit for, for my success and what awards I get. I really do, uh, you know, and so I, I appreciate each, each and every one of them so much and also the guys that were my assistant coaches along the line as well. So, so, uh, I, I give a shout out to all those guys as well. So. Well, awesome shout out, Mr. Chris Pointer. What's your shout out for today? Uh, hopefully, I don't get too long winded. Mm-hmm. I'm sure Michael let us know if we go over, but um, my shout out is for Coach Eddie Bassham. Um, and I knew and heard of Coach Bassham, you know, kind of growing up. And, and I was fortunate to play with a lot of players that he coached in post ball. And it it was a special time when Columbia and Mount Pleasant and a few from Spring Hill were able to get together. And we were able to try to build, you know, somewhat of a powerhouse team. And, you know, that's how I was able to meet Wayne. And, you know, I played third base at the time and he pitched and, you know, was able to just to watch their dominance. But the the, the point I want to make is is how how special Coach Bassham is. And I've met him at various times, you know, as an athlete, but I truly got to understand the type of man that he was and type of coach he was when they did the field dedication ceremony. It's pouring down, raining outside. We weren't able to do everything that we wanted to do. And we did the ceremony in the auditorium, and it Mm -hmm. was packed full of former players. And there was a moment where Coach Basham, big tough guy that ran kids' cleats off, got choked up. Of course. And when he got choked up, All his players got choked up. All these grown men (laughs) got choked up. And that's powerful. That tells you the type of man that this individual was, is, how special he is, and the memories that everybody could talk to. And and my shout-out is to Coach Addy Bassham for the lives that he's changed, the lives that he's touched. I am honored to know him, uh, and I'm honored to even be in his presence today. And I I thank you for the effort and the work that you've given and the dedication to, to Murray County Public Schools, to the game of baseball, and, and young people all over the all over the world. Man. Awesome, you, awesome shout-out, Coach. Um, pointer, Mr. Colley. Uh, that's kind of hard to follow up, but I'm, I'm, you know, first of all, congratulations on the induction into the uh, Coach's Hall of Fame. It's, it's a big deal, and uh, I want everybody listening to this show to understand what a big deal it is. It is a big deal. And um, – and I'll tell you what else is a big deal. What the Murray County public school system does for the students and the athletes and the children <clears throat> that go to school under the Murray County public school system's banner. Mm-hmm. And I want people out there to understand how important public education is for everyone here in Murray County. Awesome. That's my shout-out. Mr. Lindsay. Uh, real quick, I'm, I'll change uh, uh, lanes on us a little bit, but shout-out to the Mount Pleasant High School golf team. Yeah. There you go. Uh, yeah. Last week, they, they participated that. in the state uh, golf match for the first time ever. So that's uh, – uh, uh, you know what? 
one of my fondest memories in high school was getting to, getting to play in, in the state baseball tournament. So those 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 five young men that got to play last weekend. Where was that held? Sevierville. Yep. Awesome. Sevierville. Very cool. So that, for the first time ever, they they uh, competed and and were eligible to compete in that. So shout out to those guys and their coach. Well, congratulations to them. Yeah, great shout out, Coach Mike. I want to give a shout out to the all the old school coaches, uh, <laughs> particular Eddie. Uh, in, that includes in you. Yes. Uh, well. <laughs> The, you know, to the coaches I went against, uh, they were they cared about their players and the game enough to be demanding and to be tough. And as time we see, they become beloved as as time moves on. So, what a great shout out! My shout out is to the Tennessee Baseball Baseball Coaches Association for having the insight and to choose Mr. Eddie Bassham as a member of the Hall of Fame. Congratulations, sir. Well, thank you all again very much. A well-deserved honor. And I thank everyone for joining us on the show today. Have a great day. Thank you for tuning in to the Big Yellow School Bus with your host, Jack Cobb, with Murray County Public Schools. Hop on the Big Yellow School Bus Saturdays at 10 a.m. right here on WKOM 101.7 FM. Hey gang, Carl Wayne Meekins here. I want you guys to come out and see us live on Veterans Day, 11, 11, 23, 7 p.m. Guitar and Cadillac Hall that sits right on top of Puckett's in Columbia, Tennessee. Got a huge lineup for you. We've got Troy Kemp, Katrina Burgoyne, myself and my band, and then the legend Jimmy Wayne's going to come in for a few songs. Going to be a big night in Columbia, and Columbia ain't going to be the same. Okay, so get your tickets at eventbrite.com, Guitar and Cadillacs, Carl Wayne Meekins. We'll see you there. This message is from the U.S. Department of Veterans Affairs. If you're having a tough time or thinking about suicide, you're not alone. And there's hope. VA's Veterans Crisis Line has responders who listen and help. Many are veterans or have veteran family members and friends, so they're prepared to address your challenges. Don't wait. Dial 988, then press 1. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole barn. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. Hey, this is Derek Ransom with Ten Pin Alley, voted number one family entertainment center in Murray County. We offer 32 bowling lanes, giant arcade, laser tag, bumper cars, and a full cafe and bar menu. We also specialize in group events, kids and adult birthday parties, company parties, sports team parties, and holiday parties. We're located at 322 East James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Call us today at 931-381-BOWL or visit us at tenpin.com. Ten Pin Alley, it's where the good times roll. I'll never forget the day I decided to go out for the football team. Mr. Banks. 
the JV football coach and my history teacher. Asked me to stay after class. I thought I was in trouble. He said, hey, Darius, have you thought about going out for football? I think you'd be great. Fact is, I never played football. Fact is, I never had anyone tell me I'd be great at something. So, with no experience at all, I signed up. And a week later, I padded up and was running drills on the field. I never was great, but playing high school sports was one of the greatest experiences of my life. I was accepted by my teammates, and I learned that when someone believes in you, you can believe in yourself. Encourage a student you know to take part in a high school sport. This message presented by the TSSAA and the Tennessee Interscholastic Athletic Administrators Association. This is Coach Devin Simler from Columbia Central Baseball. You are listening to 101.7 WKOM in Columbia, Tennessee. Built to win. Touchdown, Alabama! Built for championships. Throws intercepted, Alabama! Built by Bama. Alabama is still Alabama. The Crimson Tide play here. Join us Saturday as the Crimson Tide look to get revenge on Tennessee. Our coverage begins at 1130 on your home for Alabama football. The Crimson Tide Sports Network from Learfield. The NASCAR Cup Series. William Byron guides the field off turn number four. Playoff round of eight heads to Homestead Miami Speedway. Trouble right here in the trial hard crash. Carson Hosevar involved in the crash. With three races remaining until a champion is crowned in Phoenix. Checkers is out. Photo finishes. Car spin. It's the Forever 400 presented by Mobile One. 12.30 Sunday, October 22nd on WKOM 101.7 FM. Here we go. 